Once upon a time, there was a little boy called Howard who loved writing stories. Little Howard dreamed of being a writer And so he sat down to every nighter But everything he wrote was fucking shite, yeah wubba dubba do wubba dubba do Worst writer in the world 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 He's a stupid Rubbish writer. Welcome to the worst writer in the world with me, Rufus, mm. and he can fly Ooh. and set himself on fire. It's... <laughs> hooray! Hooray! It's Howard Long. Thank you to the British Comedy Guide for hosting this show. Thanks to all of our lovely patrons on Patreon mm. for continuing to support this show financially. Mm. And thanks to you for supporting it in a less helpful way. <laughs> <laughs> but still, we still appreciate it. You know, yeah. you're all right, aren't you? Pretty good. It's nice. It's really nice for you to listen to this show whilst we're sat here starving to death. That's fine. Yeah, it's lucky you can't. It's lucky we don't do video series or you'd be able to see our bony, poor bony, waif-like bodies, wouldn't you? We are. I mean, like, look, in the background, you can probably see Ohio Grant just waiting to eat me because <laughs> I'm so close because you haven't signed up to the secret gang. Yeah, sharpening his fork. His fork. Yeah, his famous fork. He's shopping, shopping his famous fork, <laughs> circling overhead like a buzzard. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> flying like he does famously. Famously flying, think, holding yeah. his fork like we all know. Well, how else did he get out of that chimney if he couldn't fly up out of there, right? True. So, yeah, a higher grant, circling above, and sh- how else? in his famous fork. And how else did he eat a skeleton if he didn't use a fork? <laughs> Exactly, cannon. Mm. Mm-hmm. All right, so but we're not we're not doing uh, we're not doing midnight smoke no. because we did that years ago. Mm. What we're doing now is the last Olympian. Ooh. A very exciting story about a drug dealer. <laughs> <laughs> right. Professional drug dealer. <laughs> Sorry, professional drug dealer. <laughs> not an amateur drug no. dealer. A, a, a drug dealer who lives in poor South London but sells in rich North London. Mm. And he made some drugs and went <laughs> with his new driver, Shin, mm-hmm. to North London. Hooray! Uh, because he <laughs> can't you. drive because he doesn't understand the gear stick properly. <laughs> right? <laughs> went to North London um, and then Shin ran off. Oh, no. Right? She, she, saw a, she got distracted by a gold bar. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah, a, a pub, that is. Mm. And uh, ran off and he followed her and they both kind of got in trouble and then oh, he no. left her behind. Oh, shit. And as far as we know, she's dead. And he, like, did, and he got in a, in, a, in a van, back in the he van. He got in a van that he couldn't drive. Learned to drive. Best, drove, yeah, drove it into a river. It exploded, mm. but he was okay. Because oh. <laughs> he had his explosion-proof skin on or whatever. Yeah. And then he went back to the pub to see Kavensi and Megacles. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's decided to help them yeah. after all. He refused he, the call he refused before, the call, but now he's got, he's now got he's, to do it. Right? Yeah, he's got to do it because he's a wanted man. So uh, before we start, I'd like to just put, uh, uh, for my sake, as much as anyone else's, I'd like to put a little content warning on Ooh. the beginning of this episode mm-hmm. for body horror. Right. <laughs> right. If you get disturbed by, like, you know, like not particularly graphic, but still descriptions of, like, bits being cut off ha! and out of people's bodies, then you might. You might want to just brace yourself for this one. Like I said, not actually graphically described, but described. And it disturbed me, so I just want you to be ready for it. All mm. right? Okay, let's get started, shall we? Yes, please. 
Right, so at this point in the story, Samael has finally agreed to help Kofensi defeat inequality by getting a job. <laughs> Cut to interior stroke exterior, Jeep, countryside, dusk. A roofless, safari-style jeep rattles over hilly scrubland in the emerging dark of evening. Ooh, Showing up a bit there. Thank you. Samael, with newly dyed light brown hair, sits in the rear with Kofensi. Megacles drives because he is the jeep. <laughs> no, no, Megacles drives. Kofensi shouts over the noise of the wind rushing past. All right. You'll have no chance to acclimatise. We'll do the transplant and then you'll be straight in the city. You'll be straight in the city. You won't be gay in the city, OK? <laughs> Mortimer is to be met by Aster. Oh, fucking hell. Jeff. <laughs> Jeff. Where's fucking Jeff? Uh... No, no. Uh, Mortimer is to be met by Aster. Biotech PR. Just some, just saying some words. So it's just yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking it's, it's, sci-fi. It's, just saying some words. Yeah, it's very poorly like uh, described, and it's harkening back again to something from earlier. He's going to be taking the place of someone called Mortimer Sykes. Okay. And Mortimer Sykes is being met by Aster, who who, who works for PR. But Aster is, um, as we might remember, the steely ear divers might remember. Is the Hang on. Hot... yes, I do remember. Yeah. No, I do remember. Yeah. Aster is George Jetson's dog. <laughs> All right. I'm, I'm right, right? Yeah. Okay, dog, I'm yeah. That one George. Right, yeah. <laughs> Nailed it. Okay. Amazing memory. Yeah, well, well, done, well done. Yeah, no, she's the hot redhead we saw in the gold bar. Oh, oh shit. Yeah. So he, but he doesn't know that, presumably. No, he doesn't know that. And nor do we as the audience, because we only know it because we read the name in the script, probably. Yeah, exactly. That'll be a big surprise later, as long, as long as nobody like me spoils it by telling you now. <laughs> I'll tell you what, I'll, I'll cut it. I'll cut the bit where you actually explain it and we'll, we'll pretend it really is George Jetson's dog. Yeah, <laughs> All good. Right. We'll go with that and, we'll, and then no one will know. It'll still be a surprise for everyone. Brilliant. I'll do it. I'll do it as Astro. So, uh, Mortimer's been met by Astro. You know, uh, George Jetson's dog goes around going, roar to roar. <laughs> you know. Anyway, that, that talking dog uh, that no one seems to notice is a talking dog, that'll be, me, that'll be meeting Mortimer. Mm. Uh, so, you'll be him straight off. You'll be him because... <laughs> you'll beat him off? What? Beat him straight off, you, yeah. You'll beat him straight... Because you'll be straight <laughs> yeah. okay, in the city, but... You know how sometimes straight people, <laughs> like straight men, yeah. have to beat off another man? Yeah. All right, so you'll be him, not beat him straight off. You'll be him straight off. You'll immediately be Mortimer. Mm. He talks more champagne than you, like four weddings. <laughs> he talks more champagne than you, like four weddings. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> I mean, it's, Four Weddings is capitalised like it's the name of the movie. It is, is the name of the movie. Here? It means like everyone's posh in that movie. I guess this is a movie they've still got on Betamax in the future. <laughs> yeah, because what did we work out? This is You wrote this in like 2007. Yeah, that's a long time ago. And two, Four Weddings was very current in 2007. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They're only like 12 years old or something. <laughs> Even if they buy it You'll need to be on guard 24-7 Keep on your white toes Keep on your white toes I can be contacted here Hands him a telephone number Ooh. But only if necessary And never from an identifiable phone Hands him a telephone number Fuck yeah. hell 
Yeah. I mean, they're not like going to give him a phone with it pre-programmed in or anything like no, that. It's gives like... him a bit. Of, gives him a scrap of ripped paper, <laughs> which immediately with a telephone fla- number in, a, in an open-topped car <laughs> rushing across the plains immediately flies yeah. off. He's like, oh well, never mind. <laughs> also, don't ring this from an identifiable phone. Hmm. Only one that's like disguised as a hamburger, <laughs> something like that. You know, like it's disguised as a Snoopy or something. Yeah. Make sure, like, ask a few people, hey, what's this? Yeah. And if someone says it's a phone, mm, don't ring don't me from, ring it from that. It's okay. No, okay. <laughs> here's a burger bur- phone use that <laughs> so never from an identifiable phone anytime you call brings them one step closer to catching us that's interesting isn't it like every phone call it's like the, it's like grandma's footsteps or what's the time Mr Wolf but in, like the, the, the game is that you're only allowed to walk forwards when yeah. some when when Samuel's on the phone <laughs> to fancy so they're all, they've got it tapped they're like no no he's not he's not doing he's not okay he's on the phone run 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 okay stop no he's finished stop okay how how much we we, we moved 8 meters oh that's not very far yeah. how much further we got to go 24 miles all right well don't phone me much because they keep you know how the game works yeah Maybe they've uh, maybe they've fixed. You know, like they always try and track trace phone numbers in in all movies and all television shows, including I don't know, yes. like Teletubbies. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's famous for it. Yeah, all over everything now. And, and that, but the person always hangs up before they can get through, and so Liam Neeson gets away. Well, maybe in this, um, once you hang up, it doesn't stop. It, it doesn't like completely stop. It just pauses until someone phones again, and then it continues tracing it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I think if I'm, I seem to remember that is a completely made up, untrue thing, right? That whole takes a certain amount of time to trace a phone call thing is is bollocks, right? I th- I'm pretty I sure I read know. that. <laughs> I feel like I read something about either either you have a system set up that immediately just knows where a phone call is coming from, yeah, or you don't. So there's not like yes, if you if you stay on the line for a minute and a half, then mm. we can trace the call. It's like either they've already done it, right? Like it's already set up, yes, or it's just impossible. But um, in movies, obviously, it happens all the time. So if, if that's true, I don't, I don't remember yeah. if that's true, and it is bollocks, then why shouldn't it work the way you said? You know, if everyone accepts that it's like, yeah, as long as you stay on the line for a minute, then we can trace it. Mm. Then, okay, in this film, if you're on the line for a cumulative minute, yeah. <laughs> then they can trace it. It's the same. Yeah, that's fine. Any time you call brings them one step closer to catching us, so you'll be on your own. Mm. If danger comes, you'll need to make a decision how to act. Mm-hmm. And once you've made that decision, do it. <laughs> None of this is necessary. <laughs> and it's, I'm going to carry on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If it was a bad decision, yeah. don't regret it. Get on. Else you'll be lost, Sam. You hear? Decide. Do. Don't regret. Nothing that I'm saying means anything whatsoever. Hey, listen, you'll be on your own, so you're going to have to make decisions. And once you've made a decision, mm-hmm. you know, make sure you follow through with that decision, yeah. even if it's a bad decision. And, you know, <laughs> like, if you go to the shops and you're like, I'm going to buy I'm going to buy some prawn cocktail yes. flavour crisps, and then you're like, oh, no, that's a really bad idea. They're disgusting. <laughs> yeah. Make sure make sure you still buy those crisps and you don't regret it and you eat them. And like, you know, oh, no, hang on, I'm allergic to prawns. Oh, my head's exploding. Don't worry, you decided. Don't regret it. Get on. Else you'll be lost, Sam. Decide, do, don't regret and die. Okay? <laughs> yeah. The four Ds. Decide, <laughs> do, don't regret, die. Yeah. Samuel says, mm, sure. And Kofensi, Kofensi, who thinks he said something wise, mm. says, repeat it. 
Mm. Decide, do, don't regret, die. <laughs> <laughs> and then Kofensi says, decide, do, don't regret. And Samuel says, decide, do, don't regret. They're both acting like this means anything. <laughs> Good. It does. I've written a really brilliant mantra. It's really important. <laughs> you never, never, you never thought of that before, had you? You know, deciding to do a thing and then doing it. No one had thought of <laughs> deciding about doing a thing before in the past until I, I wrote it down. Everyone's been going around deciding and then not doing mm. anything, and that's why the human race is dying out mm. because people are like, oh, I think I'll have some food, and then they don't do it, and then they die. Mm. So now it's time and to the, start and they doing things. Do regret not doing it, so you shouldn't regret yes. doing what you decided decide to have a sandwich have the sandwich don't regret having the sandwich die (laughs) i'm thinking of revising that last one good good we're near stop now megacles (laughs) (laughs) but it is the audience this is the first time the audience find out that that character is called megacles so that's a brilliant moment for them what did he just say they're not sure if he's talking to the driver or the car Stop now, Megacles. We'll go on foot from here. Come along, driver. Yeah. Driver Jeff. It does mean that then. Like, we'll stop driving, turn into a person. That's what he's just said. We'll go on foot from here. <laughs> yeah. All right, so Samael and Kofensi mm-hmm. are on their way to find Mortimer Sykes mm. so that Samael can take his place. Oh, right. Cut to exterior train station near Cambridge evening. The thing about train stations mm. is, like, they usually aren't called near, near a place, are they? <laughs> like, oh, I'm just on my way to uh, to near Cambridge station. Mm. I mean, some of the, I mean, I admit many stations are near Cambridge, but they usually have names. <laughs> like Lon- London, that's quite near Cambridge. <laughs> London, London station. station, yeah, yeah, that yeah. one, that famous station. London station. Hello, I'm at London Station. Mm. Can you come and pick me up, please? Mm. Uh, no, there's 240 stations. Kofensi <laughs> and Samael are creeping along a latticed path. A latticed path. Sounds like a rail track to me. <laughs> <laughs> With a second level at head height either side. Kofensi <laughs> and Samael are creeping along ah. a latticed path with a second level. Yeah, they they're just head walking on the rail track, aren't they? And that's the platform. Surely that's what that means. <laughs> yeah, okay, that makes sense. Yeah, fuck, no, you're right. The sound of a horn and engine, we realise they are on a rail track. But I mean, we would have realised. I mean, we would have realised if you could see the rail track. Well, just because I've decided to call it a latticed <laughs> path, if you point a camera, no one's going to be in any doubt yeah. about what it is. No, that. That I mean, that works Ooh, when you're writing. What, wonder what that latticed path they are walking yeah, what on. What those is. two? What those two? What those, that second level at head height either side mm. with platform one and platform two? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's a fucking mystery. Is that Ron Weasley with a with a trolley there? What's he doing there on that <laughs> second level? I wonder what's he up to. He, where's he going with his wizard hat on? <laughs> Damn you, J.K. Rowling. For m- m- the first thing I associate with train stations now is <laughs> Harry Potter. No, it isn't. It's Ron Weasley. <laughs> <laughs> For some reason. Right, what, what's the best thing to mention out of Harry Potter? I know. Ron Weasley's on the platform with a trolley. <laughs> I mean, he is, the, he is the best thing to mention out of Harry Potter. Because he's not, he's not Harry or uh, Hermione. He's not Hat Harry or none of those three. I mean, those are three characters from Harry <laughs> Potter. True. You are correct. Is he Hat, is he Harry, or is he Hermione? None, he's Ron Weasley. Yeah. 
Hello, my name's Ron Weasley. Do you like my head? <laughs> <laughs> famous for that line, of course. Yeah. All right. Kofensi indicates in the darkness silhouetted figures with guns on the platforms either side ahead of them. Mm. The train approaches. Suddenly, they are lit up. The train is on their track. Oh, my. They jump tracks and run towards the train and are soon out of the light. The train has four carriages attached to the engine and thereafter coal trucks. Wow, so this is... It, yeah, it's a steam train. I was going to say this is an old-fashioned train, but then the next line is, it is a steam train. Mm. The carriages have a feel of the Orient Express about them. Ooh. Hercule Poirot is there. Solving a crime. Everyone did it. Everyone did it. Spoilers. <laughs> I think that everybody did it. Okay. I'm, I'm Hercule Poirot. I'm, I tell you, I, I'm not wrong, though. I tell you what, if I say everyone did it, then I definitely got the murderer in there somewhere. Yeah, yeah. I'm That's a true. fucking genius. Everyone did it, including me, just in case. Yeah. I might have forgotten, including you Including know? that. Coal truck. It did it as well. Uh, the coal truck did it. This table did it. Mm. I did it. Mrs. Marple did it. Um, I think she got married. Okay, it's okay. <laughs> yeah. I didn't, I didn't get it brother, right. It's just she so got she got the same name. <laughs> yeah. And okay. And also, Steve Murderer did it. <laughs> just uh, probably not him, but just in case, you know. Okay, I got it right again. Put everyone, including all the tables, in prison, mm. and especially Mrs. Marple. <laughs> <laughs> she, I mean, she got married to a fucking brother. That's definitely a crime. Yeah. I like the way. I like this. This reminds me of the way that <laughs> you know, I can't remember. What I, was, I heard it not long ago, where you just you you compare. <laughs> You compare something to the Sistine Chapel, <laughs> and I point out it's like the second second time you've done that because it happens in Rapunzel. Yeah. Remember, it's happening in something else recently. And you you say I've only heard of one ceiling. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> or like, yeah, I've only, I only know one ceiling. That's true. Yeah, and that's, and that's this is kind point. of like straight to the like what 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 am I going to say? Am I going to describe the train, <laughs> or am I going to go? No, it's like the Orient Express. I've heard of a train. Mm. Okay, there's one there's one famous train, mm. and there's one famous ceiling. So they're getting mentioned any time a ceiling or a train turn up. It's true, but that has kind of changed to Ron Weasley now. But um... no, that's but that's your that's a train station. The train, yeah. Orient Express. Train station. I think Ron, Ron Weasley's we- not a train station, is he? He's a- Ron Weasley. Okay. Ceiling, yeah. Sistine Chapel. That's that's the Howard Long way of uh, yeah. shorthand for writing. Mm. <laughs> it's not perfect. It's not perfect, admittedly. <laughs> so I mean, it may be true that Ron Weasley is not a station. But hey, who is who is perfect? Yeah. The other two are correct. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Good. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> The driver comes onto the platform and talks with the main guard whilst other guards begin to haul sacks of coal onto the coal trucks. Nice. All right, so the main guard says, I'll do, Elan. And Elan says, All right, Warren. <laughs> All good. Few train spotters taking pot shots up in Elmit, but mostly quiet. What's going on? What are these words they're saying? <laughs> But mostly quiet. I don't see what you don't understand. The words? <laughs> yeah, it's mostly it's the words and the script. It's just one of those exchanges, isn't it, that you're not meant to focus on. It's just like, it's just a bit of background mm. um, texture, isn't it, right? Yeah. How do, Elan? All right, Warren. All good. The old train spotter's taking pot shots up in helmet. <laughs> 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 but 
mostly quiet. There's a, like, I guess it's just like, I'm trying to like always come up with cool nicknames for things or whatever. So train spotters are, are not you are not your typical not train spotter. They're people that are just shooting yeah. at the train. They're shooting at the train, like like freedom fighters shooting at the train. Because the train is like a, is a champagne kind of vehicle. It's a gold. It's, yeah. go, it's going from like Edinburgh to London and it just stops to pick up some coal in Cambridge or something. And some people have been right. shooting at it in Elmet, wherever Elmet is. Kofensi and Sam sneak along the sides of the carriages from the engine past carriage four, three, two, and continue along to the rear of the first carriage. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Exterior, first carriage, evening. Mm-hmm. At the rear of the first carriage, above the couplers, is a door with a window which leads into the carriage. Kofensi and Sam clamber up. Cut two, interior, rear first carriage, evening. A small area with toilets either side. A short, spotty youth opens the window and sparks up a cigarette. Dr White comes from the cabins. He is a tall, ancient, forbidding, dark-skinned gent. The youth nods at White. White tuts an ominous tut. The youth frowns. Cut to exterior, rear first carriage, evening. Kofensi sees that there is someone else there. Kofensi signals Sam and they get back down quietly. Cut to exterior platform evening. Mm -hmm. Still can't take any risks these days. Harvard, take Werner and Edwards and check the... Fuck's sake. (laughs) When is this set? When is this set? How far in the distant future is this set where none of the current names still exist? Why is someone called Harvard... Harvard, like the university, take Werner, I guess that's a... But with a V, Mm -hmm. not W, and Eduards, like Edwards, but with a U. Yeah, it's probably like 2024. (laughs) (laughs) Harvard, take Werner and Eduards and check the track. Make sure no one's hanging on. Cut to exterior, first carriage, evening. So this is danger for Kofensi and Samael, right? Mm. Because the guards are looking for people like them. From under the window, Kofensi and Samael hear the murmur of voices. Elsewhere, they hear the sound of guards approaching, boots crunching on the gravel. Cut to exterior, second carriage, evening. Crunch, crunch on the gravel as the guards make their way along, shining torches to search for stowaways. They split up. Werner passes through to the other side of the train. You know, everyone's favourite favourite of Werner. Yeah, yeah. Passes through to the other side of the train. So he can walk through trains. It's amazing. (laughs) Cut to exterior, rear first carriage, evening. Samael and Kofensi can hear the footsteps of the guards edging ever closer. Fuck. Cut to exterior, first carriage. Edwards and Harvard are about to turn the corner. What corner? Second and what third favourite corner is a train? The, you know, the train, <laughs> the train corner. <laughs> it's one of those L-shaped trains. Mm. They have them in uh, America, right? I've heard them call it the L train. You know the L train? Yeah, the L train. It's got yeah. a big corner in the middle. Yeah. Cut to exterior, rear, first carriage, evening. They turn the corner. Shining the torch where Samael and Kofensi were, but they have gone. Shine the ca- so they shine their torch at the gone Kofensi and the gone Samael. <laughs> yes. Samael and Kofensi are crouched underneath the couplers. Oh. The guards will never think of looking there in the, pla- the one place there is to hide, between the carriages. Edwards says, you hear, you hear something, but I'm not coming up with a new voice for him because fuck Edwards. 
Cut to interior, rear first carriage, evening. Okay, so white. Is white going to be a character or is he just going to get one line? He's because a character, he's got a name. yeah. So we need a name for white. A name for him? How about Dr. So white? We need a voice. For, yeah. No, we need a new name for white because he is a black man <laughs> and it's going to be confusing because I'm playing him and he's called white and I feel like we're going to forget that this is a character of colour. What do you do? A B.A. Baracus voice? I was thinking of a non-racist okay, voice. Okay, yeah, fair enough then. Uh... What about... Um, the valve mechanism that traps blood in the little fella mm-hmm. clogs. In short, and I mean short, he may never rise again. And a youth says, I was going to quit anyway. He tosses his cigarette butt out of the window. The train explodes. <laughs> Exterior, rear first carriage, evening. It falls and goes under the couplers where it lands in Samuel's hair. <laughs> That's so unlucky. Yeah, he's just said it died as well, hasn't he? He's just said it done. Harvard says... Oh, God, what do all these guards sound like? <laughs> Harvard says, it's just the passengers. Samuel becomes aware of the burning sensation on his head. <laughs> <laughs> That's what that says. Samuel becomes aware of the burning sensation on his head, yeah. the burning sensation of his head being on <laughs> fire. <laughs> He grits his teeth. And then Edwards says... Could you smell burning hair? No, Edwards says, having a smoky smoke. I like a good smoky smoke. But the missus, <laughs> she says it's a bad example for the kids. I'm, I'm just a guard character who happens to say smoky smoke instead of regular smoke. Having a smoky smoke. Uh, immediate characterisation of me, a guard character, having a little smoky smoke. I like it, good smoky smoke, but the missus, she says it's a bad example for the kids. I like to sing my life. Oh, it's not a music. It's not a musical, all right? Oh, sorry, I'll try again. I'm having a smoke. I like a good smoke, but the missus, she says it's a bad example for the kids. Samael is trying not to move. Finally... Harvard says, OK, let's check the rest of the trucks and get inside. It's bloody freezing. Mm. I'm going insidey side. <laughs> I'm going insidey side. I like going insidey side. But the missus, she says, I can't go insidey side because of her restraining order against me that keeps me away from her kids. They move off. Sam knocks the burning cigarette from his hair. Oh, my hair's on fiery fire. <laughs> oh, look at that man, his hair's on fiery fire. I like to see men with their hair on fiery fire, but my wife says, stop setting fiery fire to my children, OK? <laughs> Pause. The door opens. White says, psst. Kofensi and Sam scooch up the couplers. Kofensi slips, making some noise. <gasps> Samael pulls him up. Footsteps on the gravel oh, no. towards them. Werner appears from the other side of the train, shining a torch just as the door clicks closed. Mm. He shines the torch around before moving on. Cut to interior, rear first carriage, evening. Mm. White says, close, Kofensi, dark. White and Kofensi embrace. They know each other. Why does he say dark? Dark. Doctor. Oh, Doctor Who. (laughs) That's better. (laughs) No, he says dark. Doctor. White and Kofensi embrace. It is good to see you, Keffy. <laughs> see, he could have been called Jeff. <laughs> My full name is Jeffensi, but I like to be called Jeff. Jeff for short. Yeah. It is good to see you, Jeff. This is Samael. 
<laughs> Samite. White inspects him. And since he's a doctor, mm. I assume that's <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. like some kind of rectal could you, examination. Could you, could you cup your bollocks and cough, please? I thought you were supposed to cup my bollocks. <laughs> no, this is a modern... This is the future. We no longer do that. You Now you have to cup your own bollocks and cough. Future medicine. Now I've got a robot to do it for me. Please cup your bollocks and cough. <laughs> <laughs> yes, a lot of medicine has been robotized. Please cup your butt and cough. <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> oh, no, White inspects him. Yes, yes, it is an adequate likeness. Taller, wider, but passable. He is taller and wider and looks nothing like the ch- <laughs> the Chinese gentleman that he's going to be replacing, but it'll do. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like the dog, that, the dog that he's replacing. <laughs> he's a little bit taller than my dog, <laughs> but it will do. But if we, Can you if, say wolf? If we put this bone in his mouth, nobody will notice the difference. <laughs> Pleased to be of service. The train whistles and starts to move. Come, we have little time. Cut to interior corridor evening. They follow White along the train corridor and into a private carriage compartment. Red velvet and gold leaf. It is a gold train for rich people. Seats for six and a table between them. Ron Weasley is here, (laughs) eating a chocolate frog. (laughs) Ron Weasley, he's on my head. He says. Then he shuts up and he's not in it after that. In here is Mortimer Sykes reading a book. He is vaguely similar to Samael, but this guy has a smaller nose. Smaller head in general. All right, I know he's playing this part. I actually wrote this part for myself. So he's vaguely similar to Samael, but this guy has a smaller nose, smaller head in general. Mm. He also seems younger, less world-worn due to his silver status. Mm. So silver is like middle class, is it? Yeah. He looks up as they enter. Samael and Kofensi are shabbily dressed in comparison to White and Sykes and look out of place in this plush carriage. Mortimer says, Oh... And White says, Mr Sykes, I'd like you to meet some acquaintances of mine. Samael Fell and... Kofensi Giaiome. Kofensi Giaiome. Samael Fell and Kofensi Giaiome. He's from everywhere. <laughs> Mortimer says, another blackie, eh? Wow. So, is Mortimer black? Or is he just racist? Mortimer's uh, a white racist. Okay. So, another black person, eh? Mm -hmm. There you go. Yeah, yeah, fix that, fix that. Kofensi turns and downs the blinds on the windows to the corridor. What's going on? Does he not know? Oi, oh, because it's okay. Oi, me have twisted the truth a little. Yeah, in the original meeting, they say they told him that Mortimer Sykes was dead and he was going to replace him. Oh, did they? Yeah. Oh, shit. And Samuel says, all right, so. So um, Mortimer's not part of this plan. I thought they were going in to meet someone who was part of the plan. But this guy, Mortimer doesn't know who they are, right? No. So when White says, Mr. Sykes, I'd like you to meet some acquaintances of mine. He's actually introducing them. Not like, these are the people you were expecting. Oh, yeah, who are part no, of the plan no. that we are all part <laughs> no. of. No, it's not that. It's like, here are some ex- some acquaintances of mine. And then Mortimer's like, I'm a massive racist and probably <laughs> deserve to die. <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm immediately, the first words out of my mouth are going to be racist <laughs> words, which actually does track. I mean, that is what racists are like. Mm. It's amazing um, how quickly racists can make racist comments to other white people. And I, I know this because I worked for six months in a bar in Tenerife in the Canary mm -hmm. Islands, where I went in the hope of escaping England and then discovered it was there. Yeah. But it wasn't just England. It was the fucking worst people from England. And um, I worked in a bar and it was it was shocking how quickly a person could come to the bar to order a drink. Mm -hmm. What you would think might be would be quite a simple transaction that does not need many words and still manage to be fucking racist in that very simple <laughs> transaction. Assuming that I, because I'm also white, would join in and also be racist mm. um, and be very disappointed when I didn't and also, you know, was quite rude to them. Oh, you know, fun, you. <laughs> Come on, join in with our <laughs> racism. We'll have a good laugh. It was awful. It was awful. So I, I do believe this character who immediately, in the, his first line, demonstrates his racism. It's not just a kind of script shorthand. It's also what people are fucking <laughs> like. So they go in. Mortimer's like, oh, racism's good, isn't it? Um, and then Kavansi <laughs> turns, lowers the blinds, and Samuel doesn't know what's going on. What's going on? This is confusing. Mm. You told me he was dead. Kofensi says, we may have twisted the truth a little. He's alive, not for long. Mm. Look at me big robot gun that I've brought from robot space. I'm going to use it to murder him in a moment. What are you talking about? What is all this, Dr. White? Do you think I'm performing it? As I said, I'm trying to perform this as well as well as you would. Yeah. Do you think I'm doing that? I mean, you're Do you doing it okay. better than me. Like, you know, oh, the next cool, time I well. get an acting job, I'll just send you. <laughs> My name's Howard Long. I've come to play the part of racist. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? What is all this, Dr. White? Kofensi jumps Mortimer. That sounds like he's playing leapfrog over him, right? Oh, sex, doing sex with him, right? That's what jumps means. Kofensi jumps Mortimer. Mortimer says, help! Jump in. <laughs> Kofensi puts a hand over Mortimer's mouth to shut him up. <laughs> that sort of noise probably happens. Kofensi says, help me hold him down, Samael. Mm. You lied to me. Help me or it's over for all of us. Wow. Mortimer is squirming and trying to shout. <laughs> White is busy rooting around in his doctor's bag. Root, root, root. I'm just <laughs> looking for some, <laughs> some syringes. Samael lunges forward and assists Kofensi. <laughs> White has produced a syringe. He should have had that ready, shouldn't he? He should have had that ready. <laughs> yeah. Which he walks purposefully towards Mortimer with. Mortimer's eyes widen as he sees the large needle headed his way. Mortimer tries to scream, but is muffled. White plunges the syringe into Mortimer's neck. Nice. He struggles, but slowly, as the tranquilizer takes hold, he struggles less and is finally asleep. They let him go. You lied to me, you fuck. Dick fuck. You, you said he'd already be dead rather than he would be dead Shortly after I met him, because you had murdered him, mm. I was relying on you to do the murder when I wasn't there to watch. Um, oh, wow. OK, so Samuel says, you lied to me, you fuck. And Kofensi says, quit the bedlam, dick brain. This is not the time. This is not the time for maligning Binchley bedlam, all right? Don't even bother with it, all right? Don't, don't you start. I know, I know it's, it doesn't make sense that Mr Flux's there with a the parrot. I know that's OK. Just stop, stop it. It's not the time or the place. We've got bigger things to think about than maligning Binchley bedlam. <laughs> Quit the bedlam, dick brain. We had to keep him alive to do the transplant. Dr White busies himself with preparations for the transplant 
setting up tools on the table. What are they transplanting? Is it some kind of ID thing? Yep. It's not his hand, is it? It's, it's not his hand. It's not his hand. It's his fingertips okay. and his eye. Oh, Jesus Christ. Wow. And, and we're going to watch this now, are we? Yeah! All right, everybody. You might want to, if you're squeamish, you might want to close your eyes for this next bit. <laughs> it's going to be unpleasant. I'm going to be closing my eyes. Um, oh, shit. <laughs> oh, no, I can't see. I can't see the script. <laughs> All right, so um, Samuel says, Why didn't you tell me? Why? You you wouldn't have agreed. Damn right I wouldn't. Mm -hmm. Now you have no choice. Oh, I have a choice. He has to die. He knows about dark. So, yes, the choice is whether you will waste his life or use it for the common good. Yes. So the choice is whether you will waste his life or use it for the common good. Also, did you not hear him being racist? Like his first line was racism. Don't you want? Don't you want me to murder him? <laughs> Samael says, "The common good." <laughs> Samael snorts derisively. <laughs> <laughs> but still, I look nothing like him. <laughs> Nobody knows him in London. You know London, right? You know London's great, isn't it? You know you can call a Chinese man to bring you a curry. It's fucking amazing. <laughs> Nobody knows him in London. White taps his syringe. His pinkies and peepers are his identity. His pinkies and peepers, just to make things more confusing. <laughs> Why didn't I say fingers and eyes? That would have been nice at this point to make it clear what's going on. But no, I said pinkies and peepers so that everyone's a little bit confused. I'm just going to have a quick smoky smoke and then we'll get on with it. <laughs> Yes, and then I will amputate amputate his, <laughs> his pinky pinks and pee-pee peeps, uh -oh. and I will sewy-sew them onto yours. Mm. Samael says, we can let him live, dump him in the slums. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, nice, cut his eyes out and his fingers <laughs> off, and then just dump him in the slums. That'll be better, that's a much nicer thing to do. <laughs> Tush, worse than death, and if he survives and is phoned. Now, give me your right hand. Samael pauses, then proffers his hand. Mm -hmm. This will numb the pain. White injects him. Samael grimaces. Kofensi sets about removing Sykes's shoes, tie, shirt and trousers. Sexy times are about to happen. Remove your shirt. Mm. Samael strips down to his waist. This is this is show off the male stars, right? This is well, get well, some nipples out. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, meanwhile, I'm getting undressed by someone else in the background, aren't I? Because I'm. Yes, you are. Yeah, that's true. I forgot you. You are Mortimer. Broke, broke myself in because I knew that part would get nude and everyone would be left to see my ripped body. And not only not only would he would that part get nude, but it would be next to another nude man. <laughs> yeah, being like felt up by a couple of other mm. like clothed men, but you know, take what you can get. <laughs> Doctor White removes a small electric. Surgical circular saw reminiscent of a pizza cutter. <laughs> a weird looking pizza cutter. He flicks a switch on it and the blade spins and the noise is just like that of a dentist's drill. Or oh, a mini circular saw. Sounds like that. Yeah. Is one. Sounds Looks like, like one. Yeah, sounds like and a... is one. <laughs> All right, I'll, re I'll redo it. Dr. White removes a small electrical surgical circular saw reminiscent of a small electrical <laughs> surgical circular saw. Yeah. He flicks a switch on it and the blade spins and the noise <laughs> is just like that of a small electrical surgical circular saw. Amazing, yeah. Nailed it. Sit down, Mr. Fell. We'll be doing you first. Can you feel your hand? <laughs> no. Good. Samuel sits and places his hand on the table. Mm. White sits beside him. Mm. It is a gruesome manicure. Mm. 
Samael tries not to look but cannot help himself as he sees, but we do not. Oh. Underlined. Underlined that. Thank God. All right, everybody, you can open your eyes. We're not going to see this. But Samael watches his fingertips get cut off. Oh God, we're gonna. Need... How do we know that's happening though? If we don't, if we don't see it, how do we know that's what's happening? I think, I think you can imply that pretty easily. Yeah, I mean, I, I think, I think that's been. I set would up. think that he was taking his the whole hand off though, wouldn't I? Because because he didn't. Yeah, maybe. Because he, he said pinkies and peepers. I'm like, what's going on? What's happening? Yes, yeah. He should have said fingertips. Yeah. Also, of course, in this future, biometric technology also requires a penis print. So uh, that'll be cutting that off as well. Oh, you never told me that. <laughs> Oh, yes, we've got to cut your knob off. Yeah, that's how you open doors in the future. You stick your knob in. That's a doorknob. It's a new do- new kind of doorknob. When the first is removed, White places it in a kidney bowl on the table. Samael gags. Mm. White says, bucket. Kavensi quickly hands a bucket to Samael, who takes it with his left hand and th- oh, throws up. Okay. As each fingertip is removed, White places them in the kidney bowl. Kavensi watches in the background. When all four fingers and thumb have been done, we see Samael's hand resting on the table, fingertips removed to the bone. Five little bones stick out like finger drumsticks. Like it's a cartoon. <laughs> like a cartoon. Wow, this is horrible. So so gruesome. How are you doing? <laughs> How's it going there? Now I've just cut the tips of your finger off. Um, Samael says, had better days. Feel anything? Ill. Jokes. Mm. This is a good time for some jokes. You've got to lighten the mood after we've just like all we're all just traumatized <laughs> by what we've just like like been shown. This, I mean, this is something that films do, isn't it? There you go, have a very violent or very gruesome bit, and then lighten the mood with some gags. Yes, that's Josh Whedon's fault. Oh, now he he changed it so that you lighten the mood during the violence, oh, yeah, right? Yeah. Uh, rather than put it afterwards. I like, have a very dramatic scene and then have a joke to. And that's James Bond, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's a kind of like have the violent thing, and then when it's over, James Bond goes and here's a little quip for you. That's true. I should have come and up with a. We all feel better. Come up with a pun, shouldn't I, about not having fingers or something? <laughs> at, least, at least I'll finally get some youth out of those fingerless gloves I bought. <laughs> you like that one? Yeah, I do. That is it. That is it. On the bright side, at least you will get a use for those fingerless gloves that you bought. I just did that joke. Why are you doing it again? I just thought it might work better as me saying yeah, yeah. it. Because you should probably be quite <laughs> yeah, traumatised yeah, yeah, yeah. by this. Yeah, but I've already done it. You can't just repeat the joke. Yes, but in the edit, they can take out when you said it. And also, it will seem like Rufus came up with the joke instead of Howard. It will seem like he's the funny one after. <laughs> Little Howard dreamed of being a writer. And so we sat Thank you for listening to this episode of The Worst Writer in the World. Great. You're great. Yeah. And, and you know what great people do? So they like conquer places and murder people. No, 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 no. Not, not that kind of great. Okay. Not, not people who just who call themselves great. Right. But people who I call great and really are great because they're just I'm a good old people, judge of aren't greatness. they? If you put great before someone's name, they're either really good or incredibly old, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, all right, so if you're someone's great granddad, yeah. make sure you go to patreon.com slash manbycow <laughs> and sign up to us for as little as okay. $2 a month and get <laughs> yeah. loads of stuff that you'll definitely enjoy because yeah. we appeal to very, very old men. That's right, <laughs> right. yeah. Thanks for listening, everybody. Bye-bye, Milk. Bye-bye, Milk.
suck ass rubbish right up. Yeah.